Hello and welcome to the Walk in Love podcast. I am TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today, Brooke is going to share about her voice and all the lessons that we've learned along the way. Hello, welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, you're probably quarantined in your house right now, so you can't move anyway. So might as well listen to the Walk and Love podcast. Yeah. And we're thankful for it. I like that. If you're wearing a hazmat suit, <laughs> all the power to you. Um, are we doing Are we doing Corona talk now or are we going to do it? It's later. It's later. Okay. Brooke wrote the notes this week. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know what's happening. And I didn't look them over because that's kind of why my, would you? Why why would you look at something I took the time to do and just well, go? Oh yeah, I got it. I got it. Oh, you're telling a false story. Oh, well, I don't know about that because you just did it. I I know, but you and then we started. You, I guess I could have just been like, hey, said, let me hey, just scroll through those. Yeah. Mm. So, but we we you just wrote them out. It wasn't like mm-hmm. they were prepared a week ago, and you're like, right. <laughs> right. But we're thankful that you're here. <laughs> we'll get to the Corona talk, COVID-19, Wuhan, whatever you want to call it. We'll get to it. We'll talk about it. We'll give our feelings, our takes. But most of this episode is going to be Brooke telling the story of her voice um, because that's what we said we were going to do last week. So we're doing it this week. I think, are you a little nervous? Uh, nervous is not the right word. I it, don't know what the word is. It's like, you I'm know, it's going to be I'm emotional. Never to do the podcast. Do you know it? Like, do you think it's like, I, it might be, might I don't know. Emotional. It might not be, but it also might be. Okay. So, um, that's so not a helpful answer, this, but, but that's we'll how get I feel. there. We're going to get there. We're going to get through it. It's yeah. going to be amazing. Um, but we really, really appreciate you guys listening to it. And we, the podcast that is, and we love the reviews that you leave. Brooke, do you want to read the reviews? I'll read one of them. Nice. You pick which one you want to read and I'll read the other one. All right. I'll read the first one. This one is titled An Overflowment of Strong Feelings. It's weird. The overflowment has a little red dotted underline. Yeah, it's like it is like, not recognizing it as a real word. Hmm. It's suggesting an auto yeah. Is your computer broken or I don't know. Brooke and TJ are just the most genuine and hilarious people I've had the pleasure of listening to. As many others have said, they feel like two friends you just haven't met in person yet. And as someone who is best friends with their husband, I so, so appreciate their obvious bond and partnership and their honesty about the difficult parts of relationship as well. The show quotes from the... Yeah, the show quotes from The Office, Parks and Rec, Friends, The New Girl, are my personal faves as I quote these on a daily basis. They just make me giggle so much. And often in the most inappropriate places and moments, i.e. walking through Trader Joe's, (laughs) but also make me think and inspire me to love people and Jesus better. Keep it up, you beautiful tropical fishes. (laughs) You beautiful tropical fish, Anne. And you beautiful tropical fish. Okay, I love you. Bye. All right. Thank you very much. I feel like people should start signing their names. If you guys leave a review, sign your name because it says like a username. Right. But that when we copy and paste it, I don't think that's like not part of it. Yeah. So sign your name. Because yeah. I'd like to say thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Dolphin Princess 89, for that <laughs> review. That was awesome. Uh, the next review is called The Guacamola is Extra. Literally cannot stop laughing over the Say It Out Loud with me. Guacamola, Brooke, and TJ. Or Guacamola. Brooke and TJ didn't know my, that my husband and I had spirit animals until my friend's Instapost pointed me in the direction of your heavenly podcast. So grateful to find something that my bestie, the hubs, and I can listen to together or apart, come back and discuss later on. We absolutely love the music recommendations, new and old school. We love how y'all keep it real, make each other laugh, and share the ways you're trying to keep God and your family as your priorities. You make us laugh and cry, make us think about the hard and good things. Can't wait till your next drop so we can buy matching t-shirts. 
Mount Rushmore of childhood movies, which was from a couple weeks ago, I think. I think. Drop Dead Fred. I don't know that one. Don't know why my mom, she says, don't know why her mom watched it. Let her watch it. The Sandlot. Love The Sandlot. Sandlot's excellent. So good. Selena's Little Monsters and The Indian in the Cupboard. Oh, Indian in the Cupboard. I have watched that. <laughs> so I literally forgot it existed yeah. until I read this review. And then I was like, plastic figure, which is this line. <laughs> and if you've seen it, you know, because he's holding his hand out and he's trying to convince the Indian in the cover to pretend to be plastic. And it's like the way that poor kid actor delivered yeah. that line, like over and over. It was, my parents used to make fun of it. And so we, to this day, still say plastic figure. <laughs> and then so, it ends with, okay, I love you. Bye. bye. From Jesse and Jonathan, Jacksonville, Florida. They actually signed they the name. Did. I didn't even read ahead that far. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. Things are happening. Thank you very much in Florida. I hope it's going well down there. Yeah. Yeah. At least you guys are quarantined in the sunshine. Um, that is true. Leave us a five-star review. They really mean a lot to us. We love reading them, and we love reading them on the podcast um, because, yeah, we just do. And then the other thing that we do on the podcast is we go through the Instagram comments mm-hmm. of the Instagram podcast. I say it every week, but I'll say it again. You can't comment on an individual episode of a podcast. So we post an Instagram usually on Monday yeah. about the, the week's podcast where we would love to continue the conversation with you guys. Yeah. So if you want to leave us your Mount Rushmore or share your strong feelings or tell us something that Brooke said that was amazing, um, <laughs> that's the place to do it. Yes, so that is the place to do it. So you want to go through those, babe? Um, Upstairs or downstairs, babe? Oh, okay. Side note. The other day, June comes running into the room, which if you're new here, June's our five-year-old. She's like, dad, I got a poop. You know, and I'm in the basement, but I can hear everything upstairs. And I hear TJ go, okay, upstairs or downstairs. And I'm just waiting for him to go, babe. He didn't even catch it. I didn't catch it. But it was. Poop was on the brain. It was was amazing. It was a poop moment. So I'm I'm a little bit slower when those happen. Um, Yeah. All the comments were great. A lot of people were just saying, welcome home. Welcome back from Hawaii. Maui sounded awesome. Like, so cool to hear about the rest of your trip. Um, I like this one. One person was just hashtag thorts, (laughs) which was us talking about about thong thong shorts. shorts, (laughs) Where there's a thong, but you still cover your thighs. So that happened. I like this one. Strong feelings. The sound of my husband eating a banana. It's the worst sound ever. You have very strong feelings about eating noises. Maybe I'll add that to the end here <laughs> based off of our Mount Rushmore. I'll, uh, I, uh, I never knew there was eating noises, totally oblivious. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I could tell if someone chews loud, but like it never bothered me. Right. And then Brooke showed it to me and it was like that moment of like, yeah. now forever I will notice all eating noises. <laughs> and apparently I eat my cereal weird. I don't, I still don't hear it, but Brooke has opinions about it. I do. I kind of forget what it is you do, though, but I know it's something specific. I know it's something. It's I don't know way, what you do, but I, mean, I just I know. I know I'm furious when it happens. It's so super what? annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We might have to eat cereal tonight. <laughs> find out. Uh, I like this comment. Brooke looks gorgeous in the third picture. Oh. Hey, I agree. This one says, really enjoyed this podcast. I look forward to it every week. My takeaway from this Monday's episode was taking 15 minutes or so with your spouse to go over positive and negative feelings. I definitely need to bring this to my spouse as something to put into practice. As always, thank you for sharing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really helped us too. We don't, 
you know, we still, I don't think we still have the rhythm down of doing it every night. Right. But we're getting better at yeah. it. And it's really, really been very. And then a, a lot of comments about where are your overalls from, which I've been asked that know. so many Let times. They're know, from Aerie, which Aerie. is fantastic. They have them in, I got the charcoal gray. They have them in like a military green and then like a sort of like a dusty rose. Maybe order them online right now. You could. Yes. No, don't, maybe, go. don't go. Order them online. I got a medium. I'm 5'7. They fit great. Wow. So much information. So much information there. While, while we're talking about clothing information, this isn't on the notes, but some of you might be wondering, when's my order going to ship <laughs> from the Radiate Joy Collection? Yes. We had said last week when you originally purchased it, yeah. but the world is in somewhat of a ca- chaos right now, yeah. a little bit. And not like, I actually, when we share, like I'll share my thoughts about this, but it just slowed everything down. Like shipping is slower. And so like, right. like you none know, of our stuff is coming from anywhere weird right. or doing yeah. anything. It's just, it's everything just like, is so behind. like the order in front of us was behind. So now we're behind. So we're hoping that it'll start shipping this week. I'm pretty yeah. confident that some of it will, but we just appreciate your patience. And I actually, am going to try to make a point to do an Instagram story every day this week and kind of update people on sort of the status that I'm given just yeah. because, you know, I know you guys spent money and I appreciate that. And we value that. And yeah. we want to make sure that you guys know that like, it's a priority to us, but sometimes like this seems out of our control. Yeah. So we're just kind of like, we're just going to keep you are. updated. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Broke, how was your week? Fill me in. Hit me with the deets. We're not going to do music? Oh, sorry. Yeah, music. Sorry, 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 sorry. My bad, yeah. my bad, my bad, my bad. That's my bad, that's my bad, that's my bad, that's my bad. <laughs> All right, I, 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 I. My song of the week okay, wow. is, uh, it's another Apple HomePod find. It's the The best. HomePod is one of our best purchases in the last few that's years. That's true. It's just like, it's filled. And it, also because like, I don't use... I've never done like a Pandora smart playlist or a Spotify where it like learns as you go. And I mean, I mean, you know, our Apple music does do that, but I don't use that feature like on my phone or something. And the HomePod has allowed. Yeah. Just to be like, Hey, just like curate something or I say, you know, play chill music or play whatever. Mm -hmm. And then. And so we're making all these discoveries. So this is one of those. Awesome. It's a song called passing through by a, a band called Ark and Ocean. And I don't, it's one of those bands where like they only have three singles. So I don't know if they're still a thing. Hopefully oh. they are. Hopefully they're working. When was on. this released? Uh, this one's 2015. They have two that came out in 2015, one that came 2016. So they mm. might, they might not exist anymore, but hey. That's okay. Good music is good music. So this one's called Passing Through by Ark and Ocean. I do like I'm that. I'm hoping there may be still a band. I don't know. It's always so hard to tell because like some bands, it's like just a hobby. Right. And so like maybe they are they, ma- ma- working on yeah. music, but you know. Yeah. Very good. Very good find by Siri. I like that. Do you, have you listened to the other three or not yet? Not yet. Or the other two? I, ju- I just heard that one yesterday and I was like, that's oh. going to be my song of the week. Yeah. So I haven't even really listened to that one a ton. Because sometimes right. my song of the week is like the song that I've been literally on repeat all week. And yes. sometimes it's the song that actually was like, Ooh, what's that? It's yeah. like the 
the attention grabber. Mm. Sometimes I go either way. This was that way. Either or. Either or. Both good. Um, But I made the playlist. I've listened to that a bunch this week. We have actually. We have our playlist. It's available. We'll link to it. So funny because anytime it's on, we both have this moment of like, man, this is a really good playlist. The HomePod is doing a good job. All of these songs. (laughs) And then about four songs in, I'm like, oh, Oh, this is the one we made. (laughs) Um, But we'll add these both. We'll add both songs of the week to the playlist. I'm going to add them to the top. Yes. So it'll always be be the most recent. Most recent songs of the week will be at the top. And then you listen. It's not really that way right now because I added them all at once. Right. The two from last week are at the top, but then then the rest is kind of just like a jumble. Yeah. So what was your, what was your song? My song of the week is Daughter by Sleeping at Last, which if you don't listen to Sleeping at Last in any way, you should. Like he has so much music. Yeah. Start with a cover. Start with anything. Start with anything. The sunlight shines a little brighter. The weight of the world's a little lighter. The stars lean in a little closer. All because of you. I want to see you lift your chin a little higher. Open your eyes a little It's making me emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's called Daughter. It's about his daughter. Yes. I have two daughters. Have daughters. I am a daughter of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. But so yeah. talented. He is. He's so talented. And I, I enjoy so much of what he does. Yeah. And sometimes I'm not t- always in the mood because it's like, it's definitely it is, it's it's got that. I, I think it's very emotional music. Yes. So sometimes I'm like, whoa, I can't handle I can't, this right now. Like, I, can't I can't listen to this right now. I can't now. write a caption or write a post <laughs> and listen to you sing about your daughter. Right. You yeah. know, I'm just, yeah. it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, but he does have a really great. Uh, it, does he have an instrumental? He has an instrumental. He that. did the, uh, he did the score for like a short film. Oh yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. So I actually listen to that a lot when I write. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that song's so good. All this stuff is so good. We've been listening to his podcast that he wrote because he wrote songs about the Enneagram. Yeah. I mean, his, he, he has a podcast yeah. where he talks about all the songs and breaks them down. Yeah. But then think, he wrote a song about every Enneagram number and he of course has an episode yeah. for each one of those songs. And I've listened to the nine Brooks. Listened I've listened to the, to the nine and the seven episodes. And the seven. I haven't gotten to the seven yet. Um, so now that we're done with songs of the week, songs of the week. Boom. Yeah. Um, something that I think I, I should add is we have a soundboard with buttons. Yeah. And I finally labeled them because I was, wasn't sure which was which. Okay. So it's like, label those buttons already. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to... Wow. Got Got so this episode is the episode where those feel like there's too many of them being used. Mm. But I'm excited because yeah. they're labeled. So I just wanted to warn everybody. But can we add more? Like we have more buttons than, than what? Yeah, I mean, add more buttons already, will you? <laughs> Yeah, so. I get it. Yeah. Super funny. The crowd. I mean, we obviously record in front of a live studio. On so in our really like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our murder basement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um, so, Brooke, how was your week? 
My week was good. Actually. <laughs> I don't remember no. anything I did. It was. So, so funny. I was reading through the reviews and from a while ago, it was once one that somebody left a while ago, they were like, I'm an eight wing nine, I think on the Enneagram is what she said. And she's like, I can relate to so much of what Brooke says, especially about TJ going, how was your week? And her going, it was good. I don't really remember it, but apparently nothing <laughs> terrible happened. So, well, you remember this one because yeah. we have a global pandemic. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but my week was good. Uh, I did get sick. So it all started on Monday. Stomach sick. Correct. Calm, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Calm everybody down, everybody. Calm down. Everybody calm down. Stop holding your breath. Everything's <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, See? Monday was pretty normal. We had, it was, the weather was beautiful. We were outside a bunch. Getting we just back worked, into the swing of stuff. things. And then randomly, right around dinner time, Sunny threw up once yep. out of the blue. Yep. Still don't really know why. But I was like, oh, that's weird. And then, and then honestly, she's been fine. But it was Monday evening that I was like, I don't feel super great. Yeah. You were so a little then, nervous. You were like, yeah, oh, I was like, no. what is happening? Hopefully this is just in my head. Because sometimes like when your kids get sick, you're like, it's happening. Right. Yeah. But so then Tuesday I woke up. <laughs> yeah. And I was sick, which was a bummer because I was asked to photograph all the um, school pictures for June's preschool this year. Yeah. So Tuesday was my first morning to do that. I was doing it three mornings this past week. <clears throat> so I felt super bad. Mm-hmm. having to cancel on Tuesday, mostly because I knew how many of those parents I got their kids, got their kids yep. dressed for pictures. And I could relate to that. Yep. I was like, Oh no. But um, you were feeling like normally you would just push through, but I was like, babe. Yeah. No, it was, go lay down. I, I needed, yeah. so I was in bed all day, which yep. is not like me. Yep. Um, but I tried to take it easy so that I would get better faster. You tried and to, what you said was, Take the advice that you normally give to me. Yes, because I'm always like, TJ, lay down. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just going to go for a quick run. (laughs) Fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Um, Yeah. So I was in bed all day and you were with the girls. Um, Yeah. I thought you would elaborate on that. No, that was it. How your day fell so long. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm not used to not Not writing writing the notes. notes. Yeah. See, this is how I feel. I'm always like, I don't know. Do you want me to say something? I get it. Okay. Cool. 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 Yep. Um, I should have put asterisk. Elaborate. (laughs) Okay. Elaborate and Um, listen. (laughs) Ice is back with a brand new invention. (laughs) (laughs) Got to finish that, babe. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So the so the day that Brooke was sick, it just felt. Like the longest day of, of Which time. Which is odd because like you watch the, I girls, watch the girls all, all the time. time. Yeah. Or so, not watch. But you was, are parents to them. But I just think it was just like, I don't know. It was the double bedtime. It was the still it was, yeah, being it was a lot. sort of on weird body time. You know, but it was fine. It was yeah. fine. And uh, I, I'm, I'm blanking on what the day was like. <laughs> See? Okay. Maybe it's not just me. It's because uh, you're the one writing the notes. Anyway, um, Wednesday I was feeling a little better. Yes. Like much better, but still was trying to just take take it it easy easy. just in case. Um, You answered questions. You did a QA and a on our stories that day. Yeah, that was fun. Which was fun. Which is one of my favorite things to do. I would do it every day on the stories. Yeah. um, But that might seem like a little overkill. So I try to limit. But you got to post your pocket video. I got to post my pocket video, which is my favorite video. So the story behind the pocket video if you don't know what we're talking about, it's actually saved as a highlight. So, like <laughs> on scroll, its own? On its own. I think it oh shows goodness. it three times in a row. Um, it was snowing here. And usually one of the things it does when it's we do when it snows here is like I'll go get like a late night snack from 
the convenience store down the street. Like I'll yeah, walk there you can walk. in the it's snow, like, which what, I enjoy doing. Um, and I'll get a snack and it's just like a fun little kind of tradition that's sort of popped up. Well, yeah. Cause we don't, we don't go anywhere else in the snow day. Yeah. We're not going out for food or anything. So it's just like, it's just fun. So by midnight we're like, give me the sour gummies. Yeah. So I went and did that <laughs> one snowy day. I think it was last year. Oh, and, at least if not more. Yeah. Maybe more than that. And then I, uh, and then I was on my way home. I came home and I, and I gave Brooke her snack and I was like, do you want to guess what snack I have? Mm-hmm. And while I'm having her guess, I'm looking for my, I'm trying to put my hand in my coat pocket to pull it out <laughs> and I'm just missing it. And then you see there's this moment on my face where I'm realizing like, where the, where the, <laughs> is my pocket? Where the strong F. <laughs> yeah, it's my pocket. And I look down and finally find it. Right. And so we posted that. I didn't notice that at all. Right. Like you knew in your, in your head, yep. where's my pocket, but it was so like subconscious. Yeah. We posted it not thinking yeah. it was funny at all. At all. And then probably 20, 30 minutes later, I get a text from Jefferson Bethke yeah. that says, Alyssa and I are rolling right now on the floor, <laughs> watching that video over and over again of you trying to find your pocket. <laughs> and so then we went back and watched it. And then we posted that, we posted that message that he sent funny. me, reposted the video, <laughs> reposted the video again with a circle that said, wait for it. And it's just been a thing that like now we just, we just repost it. I'll text it to Alyssa randomly because like <laughs> she, I guess Jeff pointed it out to her and right. then she just like couldn't handle couldn't it. Handle I just it. think it's just so funny. And so it just pops up now every, every yeah. couple of months, every it's sort of like a, how I feel on Monday's meme. Yeah. Like just it, you like, can insert it into situations but like that. Something that someone pointed out to me this time was like, why don't you have shoes or socks on? So <laughs> you're barefoot, I'm, I'm barefoot but it was yeah, probably it was snowing. snowing and so they were wet. So I just took them off <laughs> rather than like, you know, but that's another funny part about it. So yeah, I got yeah. to do that. Got to do the Q and a, which I really do love doing. Yeah. Um, are there any questioning answers that you get all the time that you just want to answer here? So no one ever asks them again. Oh goodness. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Not necessarily. I just, I never get to answer all the questions. Right. It's hard. Like it's hard. You know, I feel like I maybe answered probably not even 10% of all of them. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, I think mine is what's your favorite t-shirt? Yeah, I don't, because like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have one to I be don't, totally honest. I, my, cause my answer is like, I don't know, whatever comes next. Like, right. There's so much potential right. in the world and in the universe. Oh my and word, with, you're such a seven. With artists. That like it could be Whatever the next comes one. Next. Shut up. The future is my favorite. Okay. Anyways, the the week went on, and um, <laughs> on Wednesday, yes. I same day, same day, same day. Um, I got home from. I, was, I usually work out of the house at Starbucks. Got home, and I was like, I'm gonna go see the movies with June, which again is such a seven thing to do. Like mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing. I'm gonna go do it right now. Yep. But then I had the idea to text Kelsey, who lives next door, who's Brooke's sister-in-law, mm-hmm. and also my sister-in-law somehow. Yep. Um, but it's like a double-in-law, so let's just not get into it today. <laughs> to see if her daughter, Pearl, who's June's best friend, would want to go see. So we went to see Onward, the new yes. Pixar movie. Took my Clorox wipes, wiped down the chairs before we sat down like a crazy person. <laughs> and we saw it, and it was really good. Yeah. It's a really touching story about two brothers. I have two brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and their quest to kind of connect with their father mm. and, uh, and you know, you're dry, I feel like you're trying not to give anything yeah, away. Yeah. And Pixar just has a way of just telling really great stories that yeah. connect, you know, connect to your heart. And so, you know, yeah. I, I felt really appreciative of my brothers, yeah. you know, and I have a, I have an older brother, uh, 
Nick, who Nick. apparently you sent money to last week. Yeah, thank so. you for hooking him up, hopefully. <laughs> and if you don't, maybe we'll link that again. He's a missionary. Um, and uh, and then I have an adopted younger brother. Yeah. And so, you know, the word brother means a lot of things to me. Yeah. And uh, and then I have a great dad. Oh, oh my gosh. Sleeping at last probably as he's talking about it. <laughs> Actually, he loves Pixar. Yeah. Like he, he is a major Pixar yeah. fan. Yeah, so it was, is... it was really good and really well done and... and um, yeah, it was just really good. June and Pearl really liked it. I don't feel like it was too scary for them or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I love, one, I love taking, I love going to the movies personally. June also loves to go to the movies because your kids usually end up loving the things that you love, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's fun. And I just love the idea that like, she didn't know, she didn't know I was going to pick her from school, which I do pick her from school. So that wasn't a surprise, but I right. brought Pearl with me. Right. So that was a big deal. Right. And then Pearl got to tell her that we were going to the big movies. Oh yeah. And so it was just like, I don't know. It was like, and then the, the whole premise of the story is like the dad wants to like give the lesson to his kids that there's still wonder and magic in the world. Mm. And it's like, I felt like that was cool to be able to do that to June to just be like, Hey, we're going to school. We're going to the movies right now. Like we're not going home. We're not going to do the regular thing. We're going to the movies. It's going to be fun. We're going to do popcorn. And so like, yeah, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Clark's and popcorn. Yummy, 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 yummy. (laughs) Um, and then Thursday you, you did the Q and a. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was honestly, there was so many questions that I wanted to answer, but I, I felt like I was scrambling on Thursday. Cause one, I didn't get to work on Tuesday cause I was sick in bed yep. all day. And then Thursday I had like a hard out to stop working at three cause we need to get ready for what we were doing that evening. And so I was trying to do so many different yep. work things like, um, catching up from our trip to Maui and everything yep. that I was answering as many as I could. But yeah, there were people, a lot of, there were a few people asked like, you know, where I get my clothes, which I thought is really sweet because I feel like I don't. Brooke doesn't buy a lot of clothes. I don't buy a lot of clothes. Um, and that's, that's a combination of, I, I, I'm not a super heavy shopper with, and on that kind of thing, but also financially, like I'm not going to go buy a bunch of clothes. I don't have the space for it. Yeah. I don't need them. Um, but that, I thought that was really sweet. So that's one of the ones I wanted to answer and actually link some things because I've been getting like, Where's your, where's your swimsuit from? Where are those overalls from? And I'm like, well, they're the only two things I've bought in the last six months. So I'm going to get you a link. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, maybe you can do that mm -hmm. this week where you just like link them all randomly. Just be, just be like, yeah, a lot of you are asking, (laughs) (laughs) which is, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to start stories like that. I know, but but how else do you say, like, I don't want to just randomly bring something up. I like the idea of being like like, someone, someone asked where flavors. Yeah. What do you think about them? Right. And I'm like, fiery, somebody regular, asked. crunchy puffs. If I had to eat some sort of cheese puff, would you pick like the normal ones? I like the crunchy ones. Like I don't the like Cheetos. The, yeah. The Cheetos. I don't like the puffs or the balls or the balls. I mean, I like them, but if I had to pick one, you like the Cheetos. I like more. the Cheetos. I like the crunch. Well, it feels like there's a better ratio of cheese yeah. to Here's a fun crunch. Ready for a fun fact. Quick tip. No, it's not a quick tip. It's a fun fact. Fun oh fact. Goodness. <laughs> Silence no, crowd. That's not a fun note. You need like a... Uh, fun fact. Uh, maybe. Silence. Um, so <laughs> fun fact, the Cheetos Fiery, whatever it's called, okay. was invented by an employee oh. who actually took like non-dusted Cheetos home okay. one time from the warehouse and then like made his own fiery mix to put on him oh. and brought him back for lunch one day and was eating him. And people were like, what are you eating? 
and then bam, Cheetos, fire, blazing, whatever was born. Yeah, I've never had those because I don't do spicy yeah. foods. Either have I. I probably would like them. How hot are they? I don't know. Does it have I've a never warning? had them. How hot are they? I'm oh, sorry, oh. I hit the bird one. <laughs> 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 um, oh man. Anyway, I had to stop working at three because I <laughs> had to shower because we were going to see uh, Queen Esther at Sight and Sound Theater, which is yep. a, if you're not from around here or in Branson where they have another one, um, it is a giant, amazing theater yep. where they do, I think, primarily like musicals. Yeah, musicals, I think they Christian sing. musicals based um, on stories of the Bible. Where the Bible comes to life. Yep. That's you know. a really good tagline. Did you just come up with that? No, I think that's their yeah, tagline. That is. Oh, I thought you really <laughs> believed me. I was like, no, babe, me on the spot? No. Um, I had only been one other time uh-huh. when I was a kid. It was when we were homeschooled. We went to see Noah's Ark, which was amazing. But I only, of course, kind of remember it. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, our friends, Kristen and Danny, were in town. They were doing the red carpet. They were doing the red carpet premiere. Like they were hosting that the following night. And so the night before. They got to bring some friends. They got we to were bring those friends. friends. It's amazing. Hey. And it was like right as the day was going on that everything was getting canceled. Yeah. So we weren't sure if it was going to happen. Hence it happened. I was like, do I have to shower? Yeah. It's three and, o'clock. And D- Danny was like, you should shower. And while we're on the topic of showering, people are going to dress up because it's a premiere. So yeah. that kind of changed my outfit from <laughs> jeans and t shirt to jeans and. Button shirt. Button shirt. Wow. But with my brown boots. Yes. So I looked fancy. But it was awesome. It was really good. It was really good. And I'm not like super attached to the story of Queen Esther. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that as a Christian, but I am going to say that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I mean, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, like I knew know, what we were going to yeah, see, but. I knew how it ended. Right. <laughs> you know, spoiler alert. I was, you know, I've read the Bible. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. The story's in the Bible. It's called Esther. Yeah. Um. But it was, yeah, it was really good. It makes me want to go see all the productions yeah, that they put oh, it's on. It's so funny. That's what it did to me, too. I, am I allowed to say this? It did not make me want to go read the Bible. Wow. Oh, wow. Can wow. I say that? Oh, no. Yikes. Should we not? Are yeah. we done? I mean, Is I, think, the end of our I think people have unsubscribed already. Oh, so now no. we're just talking to no one. No, let me finish my statement. Not read, if the, you guys not read the Bible, period. <laughs> well, like, okay, so I know they had just done... Not read the Bible exclamation point? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not done with my step, statement is what I'm saying. What was the one they had just done? Joseph? Jesus. Jesus? <laughs> no, I'm really asking. They've done so many I think so many Jesus stories. was the last one. Anyway. Or Noah. Or Moses. I, I'm sorry. That's what I'm telling yeah, you. There's so know. many. Anyway, it just made you... I'm agreeing with you. It's a long way to say I'm agreeing with you. I'm, I can't now. Never mind. <laughs> um, if you guys could just pray for Brooke, she's not reading the Bible, so that would just right. be really great. I went to Sight and Sound. I no longer want to read the Bible. <laughs> I'm just going to go to their shows <laughs> where the Bible comes to life. Oh, man. Uh, Friday. Fr- Moving on. <laughs> this is a long week recap. I know. Um, you took June's pictures. They're so I did. cute. You I showed got to them go. to me. I love them. I got to take them. Well, I did get to go on Wednesday then to do day two, and yep. then I went on Friday, and which was the day that I actually did June's class. And Friday's which was precious. Yep, Friday's kind of when the coronavirus stuff like really hyped up. National state of emergency. Pennsylvania in state the evening of emergency. And night. Yeah, because that morning I was in school talking yep. with June's teachers, yep. and it like nothing official yep. had been declared. And so we we have started this rhythm of doing a family dinner on Friday night that leads into Sabbath. So we shut off our phones. And right before I shut off my phone, my message was, 
hey, this might be a good time to take a Sabbath. That just like, there's all this crazy news happening. Everybody's panicked. Everybody's worried. You know, maybe we should be still and know that God is God, which was sort of the message of the Queen Esther story, which was kind of... For such a time as this. Yeah. Um, And just not freak out and panic, not be silly, but not freak out and panic. And so it was just like, it was refreshing for us to be like, this rhythm is already in place in our lives. And now we're seeing it like actually show up in the right place in our lives as well. Right. Um, so we, so we took a Sabbath yesterday. I just turned on our phones again so we could kind of, you know, get ready for the podcast and stuff. Yeah. Um, but my thought, you know, I've been, I listen to a lot of talk radio, so I've been sort of knowing about the coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it for a couple of months now. Mm -hmm. And so like my, my thoughts are like, you know, one, should we be cautious? Am I wiping down seats? Am I doing the hand sanitizer? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the panic, I actually think the panic is mostly fake for the most part. Not like that it's not happening, but like, I feel right. like the panic is like, oh man, people are panicking about toilet paper. Well, we went and bought toilet paper because we were almost out. And I, and I've heard people say that over yes. and over again. And it's it just, like compound, it's like snowballing. Yeah, it just kind of feeds itself. Like, because like that. I'm know. not panicked, but I still was like, I'm going to buy an extra box right. of diapers because I don't trust other people to not be panicked right, right now. Exactly. Which and is like, exactly what's yeah. happening. So that's kind of what's happening. But honestly, yeah. like as I scrolled through Instagram tonight, after I turned my phone back on, like there were so many messages of just like, Let's stay calm. Yeah. Let's be there for each other. Let's have hope in Christ, hope in God. Yeah. Trust that the Lord is in control. Be patient and wait and still on and be still for him. And, and so I was encouraged to just be like, I think that like media is making everybody feel like that's panic. Like right. we were talking to Kristen and Danny. We we're like, what was the airport like? And they were like, we didn't see a single mask. And then you watch the news and everybody in the airport is wearing a mask. And <laughs> right. so we made the joke like, go to the airport, only video people that are wearing masks. And it's like, there was that viral video of those parents spraying down their kids with disinfectant. It was yeah. like, you know, the media makes money when we watch their shows. And yeah. so they want to create like an atmosphere of like, I got to know what's next. And sometimes yeah. I feel like we just need to, as Christians, fight that cultural idea that like, we need more, we need more. What's going on? Let's panic, 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 because yeah. that's what culture is doing. And I feel like what the Lord is saying is be still, yeah. know that I'm God, find peace and rest in me. That doesn't mean you don't have a brain. That doesn't mean that you right. can't know, be prepared. be prepared or whatever, but yep. it's just like, in a time like this, the church should shine like a beacon on the hill yeah. because we shouldn't be the ones that are like, adding to the panic, we should right. be the ones that are, you know, maybe calming the world down because we have a peace that surpasses all understanding. <coughs> That's my take yeah. on Corona. Yeah. And my it, Corona. It is like, you know, I mean, information is coming out so fast because yeah. this is all happening right yeah. now yeah. that it's like, we don't know. We don't know. And so, you know, stay calm, yep. be prepared yep. and like, Yep. Do the next right thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it kills 1% of people. It kills 10% of people. It kills 100%. Like, you know, it's just like. Yeah. <sighs> um, but, you know, I actually I actually feel, I, I, at first I was like, man, everybody needs to relax. But I honestly feel like people are relaxed, minus the toilet paper thing, which was just like this weird sort of like freak out momentarily in time. Yeah. But my hope is that in a month or two months or three months that like, you know, and my, my, this is my actual hope. My hope is that one, it sort of shifts culture to be like, okay, we can maybe work from home and be with our families a little bit more. Mm. We can do things a little differently. 
you know, like it was interesting. I was talking about like, maybe this is just like a global reset to just like have everybody chill and take like a two week Sabbath, (laughs) you know, to just like calm down. And we had gotten home and our neighbor was talking about, she's a, she's a guidance art. She's like a principal or she works high in a school. And she was like, well, I don't know what to do for the next two weeks. I guess I just have to be. And I was just like, amazing. (laughs) You know, like that's what I was just talking about. Yeah. You know? And so maybe it'll be a good practice for some people, you know, you know, who knows again, I don't know. Brooke doesn't know. I'm, you know, but your Corona expert aunt will probably know. So if you just want to give her a call. Right. Yeah. Um, But Brooke, Brooke has found, I mean, the, the best thing about a crisis in the world is that the (laughs) internet, the internet shows up, the internet shows up and the memes are phenomenal. And I, and I'm not saying that to downplay any sort of tragedy or anything like that, but man, comedy helps Laughter is the best laughter medicine. Unless, except unless you need actual medicine. Right. Yes. Then and then of course, real medicine, medicine is, the, is best. the best medicine. Yeah. Um, but this meme. Well, her, we're office fans. Yeah. So. so this meme was solid gold. Look up Dwight. Ryan started the fire coronavirus meme. Yeah. That, that'll probably get you there, but yeah. go. So it's, it's from the episode where Ryan, where Dwight sings, Ryan right. started the fire. Right. So Dwight's, Dwight's doing his like talking head yep. bit. He's in front of the blinds. Yep. He's sitting and he's singing to the camera. <laughs> and it's when he goes, <laughs> schools closed, Tom Hanks, trouble in the big banks, no vaccine, quarantine, no more toilet paper scene, travel ban, Weinstein, panic, COVID-19, NBA gone away. What else do I have to say? Ryan, Ryan started the, the fire. fire. <laughs> Oh my word! I laughed so hard. I'm like, so, whoever thought of know, that is amazing. And obviously, amazing. there are real effects, and hopefully, we can come together, and hopefully, the church yeah. can be the church, and we can just be there for people who need it. Um, but it is sometimes good to just laugh about it. My hope is that a year from now, when all these things show back up on our social media, of like one year ago, yeah, we'll just be like, man, remember that when we crazy. all collectively so went wild, okay. and it was, you know, it ended up kind of fizzling pretty quickly. Mm. Hopefully all the precautions that everyone taken, like it'll just die out. Right. And, and what I actually recently heard on, on the show that I listened to is that like, I guess a virus is like it's most potent when it first hits. Mm. And then as it gets passed through and cycled through over and over again, it's like why influenza isn't like, you know, the this, influ- yeah. I mean, it is the influenza, yeah, but, but like it's not- originally it killed like 20% of the population right. and now it doesn't. And right. so like, yeah. you know, so will people still get the coronavirus 10 years from now? Yes. But will it be what it is today? The thought is that the way viruses are, it won't be. So right. hopefully it burns out and yeah. everything goes back to normal, but maybe with some better practices in life. I don't know. I uh, know people are joking. Like, so if, Hand soap is sold out now. Shit. Like, are people not washing their hands? Like, you know, and I'm sure people are buying a lot of it, right, but it yeah. is kind of like... I mean, I've washed my hands more in the last two weeks than I ever yeah. have in my life. Because it's it's on your mind. You know, apparently, like, when you push on the thing, liquid comes out, like, <laughs> of the dispenser. Oh, my word. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. All right, with all that being said, we we wanted to, you know, we're kind of going long on this this bit the weekly update, but we knew that we said that we were going to talk about Brooke's voice. Um, and I think mostly it's going to be Brooke talking. This is, it's not a hard thing for you to talk about, but it is a serious thing for you to talk about. So I'm going to try to limit the comedy as much as I can, unless you want me to sort of bring light to the situation. You tell me right now, basically. Oh, I I hadn't thought about that. Okay. But as you, you know, I don't, I don't care. If your joke's really funny, make it. I mean, if your joke's really funny, make it. Good job. Okay. 
No pressure. No pressure, but they better be hysterical. They better be good. This is this is it. But <laughs> the voice story is is one that brings up some emotions, and so yeah, I just want to make sure that you tell it the way you want to tell it, and I'm mm-hmm. going to try to be as quiet as I can. No, I well, I wrote the notes, but I would still like you to okay chime in if I, you remember things that I don't, okay. <laughs> which is very likely. <laughs> um, yeah. So oh, take goodness. it away. Yeah. Does this segment need an intro? No, not at all. <laughs> I just, I sort of feel like I don't know where to start, okay. even though, yeah. Um, so we've talked about it a little bit. Yep. The, the gist of what you already know, most likely, is that I've had two voice surgeries in my life. Um, and some and, followers have been around since the second one. Yes. Yeah, some, some followers have been around since the first one, but um, I don't know if we... We didn't just didn't post about it as much yeah. then back the in the second one we were doing IGTV, IGTV daily, our daily videos. Yeah. Um, but you know, so let's go way back when I was a little kid, I definitely had a raspy voice. Um, I had asthma pretty bad when I was a kid. Dork alert. Brooke is the kid that holds her nose to this day. When I jump off every of the time she thing jumps into, into a pool. It's not worth it. It's not, I, my nose is not clear enough for me to pull A high out. thing. You mean the side? Mm- no, not the side, <laughs> but if I'm jumping off a rock or something. Okay. All right. Was that joke funny enough? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> anyway, I was, I, I did have a raspy voice, but yep. it was all because of my allergies and my asthma. Mm-hmm. Nothing concerning. It was just, it's really cute on video. Yep. And when Sunny was sick uh, last week, it, her voice was adorable because yeah. she was raspy and it was the cutest thing ever. Um, but you know, then through... Middle school, high school, um, I would say that I sounded normal. Mm-hmm. Um, no one from high school ever commented on my voice. I did. I was a cheerleader for three years. Had no trouble doing that. That surprises some people. About I you. know. Yeah. Um, I think I I did it mostly because I did like competitive dancing and tumbling. I know. And Hey-o. and. What, I played the clarinet? No. Oh, baton twirling? Yeah. Okay, but I never... I I stopped doing that on a competitive level pretty early. <laughs> but it did happen. It happened, people. Guys, if Brooke picks up like a piece of wrapping paper... I'll do it on the stories. You, or... Just, just wait. I mean, her old baton is somewhere in her house. Well, yeah, but it's meant for like a 12-year-old. Right. My arm is so much longer now. <laughs> I could do Babe, so many better tricks. I could be so much better if it was the right size. <laughs> um, but give me a roll of wrapping paper and I'm and, good to go. Yeah. You'll anyway. see some fire. Yes. She literally lights both hands on fire. <laughs> and the wrapping paper, it's risky because it's going to burn <laughs> fast. Um, yeah. So like I cheered, no problem. Um, I was in some other musicals. I used to sing, you know, not heavily, but I, I would. I sang at my graduation with my dad, which was really, really cool that I got to do that. Um, all that to say, during that time, at no point was I thinking, hey, my voice doesn't work or mm-hmm. anything like that. Right. Um, that I'm setting the stage of like, I felt normal right. <laughs> for me. Um, then I went off to college, came back on one of my first breaks. So pretty quickly. And a friend's dad is a doctor. And so I was over at their house and he was just kind of giving me a hard time. And he was like, you, you sound different. You sound, and I don't know what words he was right. using to describe it, but he was like, you should really get your voice. Checked. He's like, you've changed. Like, yeah. <laughs> you've changed. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. Like coming from a family doctor, I'm going to kind of take you seriously. So I did. Went to, um, you know, like an ear, yeah. nose, throat, an ENT. 
which I had never been to before. And because they're all connected brain science, your ears, nose and throat are all connected. Yep. Okay. I'm done. Crazy. Um, so went there and got checked and the gist of that was, Oh, you're fine. Your vocal cords are just kind of thick. Like they're just sort of calloused was kind of the word. And you were like, you mean big boned? Yeah. Like doc (laughs) bedside manner. But they basically were like, you're fine, but that that is why you sound the way you do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Right. Um, that was the first time that I've ever been scoped, which is when they, because if your vocal cords are, you know, obviously way down in there and they cannot see them well, especially like on both sides of your vocal cords by looking down your throat, you'll gag. Yep. So they have this itty bitty snake-like camera it's, I don't know. It's maybe 18 inches long, like the whole thing. Uh-huh. And what, you're just waiting for jokes. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry not to. <laughs> anyway, it goes up your nose, turns the corner and goes down into your throat. And it is the strangest feeling. It's not necessarily painful. You just, as it goes up and up and up and up your nose and you're thinking it's in my brain what yes at what point is this going to hit my brain or is it going to turn around (laughs) and go back down it's just it's insane it makes me feel weird things in my face just hearing you talk about it's crazy so So, side note i'm not very good at the medical stuff no you're not it i get queasy pretty easily which is funny because you're not a queasy person no but when and it's and it's actually worse when people talk about it Right. So like if someone's talking about an injury. That's worse than seeing it. Yeah. Like seeing me. a picture or yep. seeing it in real life. Like <clears throat> although seeing a picture of like a dislocated knee or something, I'm like, oh. Yeah. But man, like I'm feeling queasy just hearing you talking about your brain and your nose. And okay, so but I'm going to be fine. It's fine. What if I was talking about yours? Is it worse because it's mine? Yeah. And I think, I think it's especially worse because it's yours and you're my wife and I love you with my whole heart. And it's just like, no, don't. <laughs> Don't poke don't, her brain Don't out. poke her brain. Don't do it, Doc. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway. Go on. If I pass out at some point, Brooke's just going <laughs> to continue. And the be like, Man, TJ was really quiet. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was that. You know, yeah. was like, okay, cool. Went back to college, ended up switching colleges, moved home, did all that. You and I started the dating. Love of your life. Not the love of my life. Then I met TJ. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha. Just kidding. Um, then we got married, and this was all in like 2008, 2009, yeah. which we tell that whole story in the very first episode of this yeah. podcast. If and you we're newbies to that. at the first episode. We should like redo that now that we got our. <laughs> you think? Yeah. We should go back. Update. And update. Um, we're still married. <laughs> update. We're still married. But I, what I remember. Now, like when I think back that even though I think people around me who knew me really well would have said, yeah, you sound a little different. Right. I have no memory of, and and not because I have no memory, but I do not remember being worried about saying my vows and thinking no one will hear me. Hmm. And so to me, that was, that's another like checkpoint of like, oh, it was still okay then probably sounds like I do now. Yeah. I was like, I'll be fine. I didn't even, it wasn't even on my mind. Yeah, Not even a thought you know, that I need to be up there talking. And we did a lot of cool stuff happening in our ceremony. And like, yep. we did a lot of talking. Well, fire and sharing. dancing. You know, right. Like Ribbons, batons. doves. Yeah. yeah I cool brought stuff. out my yeah. flaming batons, yeah. you know, one yeah. for each of us. And then yeah. they connected in the middle yeah. to, to unite. Oh. Anyway, 
<laughs> what are the chances that's happened at a wedding? Oh, it's happened. Hi. I don't Hi. even want to go there on Hi. YouTube. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Flaming baton wedding. Yeah. Guarantee something shows up. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yes, we got married. Um, and then so that was 2009. And and I don't really know what happened mm-hmm. other than I do recall by like 2011, 2012. I can remember everything by who, like what who was working for us at the time and yep. like what different jobs we had. And I remember right around then, 2011, 12, it was really bad. Yeah. I and just, we were shooting weddings. So we you were, were shooting weddings. You were often in a position where you were trying to tell people what to do. Yes. And so I, I assume it was gradual. I, I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. And, but before long around that time, I, I, I don't want to say I had no voice. I eventually did get there, but at that time it was just, it was so difficult to speak. Right. That, um, that I was at weddings. I was your voice. And, and I think honestly, it was even more than that. Right. I think it was kind of all the time, yeah. but we were so accustomed to it that I didn't think much of it. Right. Um, you know, we'd sit down at a table with family or with someone, you know, we got thrown at a table of guests yeah. at a wedding and people would always ask me questions and I would sort of have to sit in silence or I would say like a two word answer, knowing that TJ would elaborate and like right. keep the conversation going. Um, and so it was one of those things. And it was that, like, like that, that's the time that everyone was like, Oh, are you sick? Oh, are you yeah. sick? Yeah. And it, so many dad jokes. Not even just from dads, from men and women be like, oh, were you yelling at him last night? Right. The assumption that I was yelling or that I was partying was always very frustrating yeah. to me. And I know they're just trying to yep. make a joke and they don't Looks know. Like I was at a home working on my scrapbook <laughs> of my baton twirling. Right. You don't even know. <laughs> and then I start yelling. Um, but it was yeah, hard. and like It was yeah, hard. And it was one of those things where like choose joy, you know, yep. not to say yada yada, choose joy, but sort of. Yep. It was like that's what it was. And way deep down inside me, I was terrified to know what it really was. Right. So it was like, Oh, it's, I'm fine. Oh, it's always been this way. This is just how I sound. Everything's fine. And it was, I'll be honest. It was probably a little denial mixed with just making the best of the situation. And so it was like, I just lived with it. Yeah. And you and I are adaptable. And so we kind of just adapted to it. And I, I wouldn't even think that we, yeah, we didn't knew how bad it was because yeah. it was just like, oh, well, this is just our lives and this is just how we do things. And TJ usually talks more and answers questions and like, yeah. And I think honestly, like, you know, we were newly married or newish married. Yeah. And, you know, we probably weren't the best at communicating with each other like we are now. We're much better now. Oh, and so yeah. I don't feel like even as your husband, I didn't push you hard enough or I, I didn't make the steps easier for you to like, hey, let's go get this checked and be the support that you needed in that time right. that way. And so like looking back sometimes at it, I'm like, man, TJ, why, like, why weren't, why didn't you just Pri- like make it more of a priority? Yeah. Why did this happen sooner? Yeah. And why did you wait so long? And, and sometimes you don't even realize you're waiting for something. Yeah. You're just like, Oh, well, this is just the way life is, you know? And it's like, and yeah. then you look back and you're like, I should have done that. And we talk about that in a funny way with it's like, oh, I should have hung that picture two months ago. It's just right. been leaning against the wall. Like there are I moments did, in yeah. life where it's like funny like that. But then there are also sort of serious moments in life where you're like, oh, I should have just had that hard conversation two years ago and yeah. today would be so different. And so, yeah. you know, that all comes back to communication and 
So sometimes I feel like I need to say sorry to you, Brooke, oh, for no, we've talked about just that. being like, man, I I, I should have not been f- not forced you to do anything, but like right. just been a little bit more encouraging to take actionable steps. Like, it will be okay, right? Go which I feel like now I do that much better when oh, you're sort goodness. of like on yeah. the fence about. I'm like, babe, you should do that. It'll be great. Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So you know that was as I said, 2011, 12. Same thing, kind of through 13, through 14. Um, And the thing is, is, and I I don't, I was just going to say, we're about to say the same thing. I was going to say, I don't think I'm making this up. It would go in waves. I do feel like it would be worse for a while. And we'd be like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do something. And then it would get a a little better, never significant, but enough that I would stop maybe thinking about it as much, or I would, you know, and uh, to this day, I still don't exactly know why, you know, I do know my allergies play a big part. And so maybe yep. I wasn't correlating, right. you know, my allergy seasons with it at the time. Um, but by April, I think that math is right, somewhere around April of 2014, um, we got pregnant. I got pregnant with June. And so... That seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Well, I wrote down 2015 pregnant with June. And then I was like, no, she was born in 2015, <laughs> which means it was 2014. <laughs> Math. Science. Uh. <laughs> uh, quick tip. Takes nine months to grow a baby. <laughs> uh, if you're a human. Right. Animals. If you're an elephant, it <laughs> takes two years. <laughs> so we're now charting with the elephants. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> Here we are. So anyway, um, got pregnant with June. That was amazing. I feel like it was fine. <laughs> Gave birth to June. That, that was, was terrible. <laughs> oh, also a podcast episode. Courage um, over fear. Great episode. But yes, uh, I felt like it was fine for a while. I remember kind of thinking about it like, oh, it's my, my voice is already, so, quote, so bad. I I, I don't know because now I, I want to speak now knowing what I know now. And I'm right. realizing that back then I didn't know that. Right. So I don't know what I was thinking then. I just remember thinking, gosh, I hope it doesn't get worse. Right. Even though I had no, there was no precedent for it getting worse. Right. I just was like, oh, I'm pregnant. I hope it doesn't get worse. Um, but it did. And it didn't at first. Right. It held on, I want to say for almost six months. It was a long time yep. of being the same. And then it drastically went downhill. Yeah. And at the time I would have said it, it can't get any worse. Yeah. I'm barely talking. Barely audible. I'm barely audible. I'm exhausted from speaking. Mm-hmm how could it get any worse? Yeah. And it did. Yeah. And so, you know, the it was finally your mom that just was like, Hey, yeah, here's the doctor you need to call. Right. But correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't, none of that. Ha- I have it written down. That it was all after June was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get to the delivery room, you know, and, and, and again, we talk about this in this episode, in the one episode a little bit called courage over fear, but we, you know, we had written out a birth plan. We had all these great, yep. you know, all these things that, you know, lined up and all that. But it, one of the things I bring this up to say, one of the things on our birth plan was that you, you actually wrote our birth plan, yep. which says something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get emotional. I love your birth plan. Yep. And I want to like, take, but there was I want to, I want to post elements of it on the internet sometime because it was as you, as you are very funny. It was a very funny birth plan and I love that. But to me, that is very telling of how shut down and checked out I was, that I was not capable of doing that. Mm -hmm. And you being wonderful, stepped in and just did it because you knew that we needed it and you made it happen. 
And you made a bunch of nurses laugh. I, I remember being in labor, active labor, and it, it was probably a God thing that I happened to know every single nurse that came in my room that day. Mm-hmm. And I know like, I do not know very many nurses that right. work there. Like I, I named one and she was there on shift. Mm-hmm. And then I like went to high school with two of them. And then one was in a church. I used to like, I just, yeah. they just showed up and it was amazing. But I remember one of them saying, we are all out in the hallway passing around this birth plan laughing because you, you know, that was just, that was wonderful. Um, but on the birth plan, it did say, I don't know how you addressed it, but you basically said, please only ask Brooke yes or no questions yep. because that is how bad it was. I could nod yes or mm-hmm. I could not know. I was down to a whisper and I knew that was the worst thing for my voice. Right. Um, I knew that from the appointment I'd had, you know, right out of co- or in college mm-hmm. that whispering is actually worse for your voice than yelling. Right. Um, Which is great for me. <laughs> right. You never <laughs> yell. You're just loud. Um, but you don't like anger. DJ. Yell. DJ lived loud. this born 1985 died here loud <laughs> <laughs> never to yell loud but Loves was loud cheese never got to eat fiery cheetos ah. <laughs> regret hashtag regret live with no regrets <laughs> um where was I going so yes or no questions yes or no questions and um I was down to what oh yeah down to whisper and I knew that was the worst um because it is you know whispering just it if you understand how vocal cords work, it you are straining to keep them apart intentionally to let more air through mm-hmm. so that you sound quieter. So your whisper. So your whisper. Um, and so I was down to a whisper, literally, in the delivery room and the weeks before and the mm-hmm. weeks after. But if you have listened to that podcast, you know all that happened yep. and all that went down the, uh, right then and there and then the weeks following. It was a rough recovery. We'll just put it that Excuse way. Excuse me. A rough recovery for Brooke. And so we didn't... So th- that's why... I was not even able to process my voice at the time. Right, yeah. And it was a, the least of my concerns. Right. So like there was a time before having June that I think we could have taken real actionable steps and yeah. gotten ahead of it. Yeah. Although I think it's the pregnancy that made it worse. Which we, you know, which which we find out yeah. later. Yeah. But when you have a baby, you just get into this survival mode, especially when it's your first. You're like, we got to keep this thing alive. We got to keep it warm. <laughs> we got to keep it fed. We gotta... she, I mean, it was all the things. And please and, go listen to that podcast. And then Brooke was also just like in pain. I was on bed rest. June wasn't nursing. Yeah, it, there was know, just a lot going TJ on. TJ broke his ankle. It, just, it was crazy. Yeah. So it was like the voice seemed like the least of our concerns. It was concerns like, well, at, at least point. I know what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how it's always been. So it wasn't like we were just like being neglectful. We were just like, no. the priorities had shifted. We wanted to keep June alive. <laughs> I didn't want to fall down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and so I remember I rem I have a couple memories of like sitting in June's nursery with her, crying hard. About a lot of things yep. that were going on then, but then also just grieving this, like, oh, she doesn't really know what I sound like. I feel like I barely talked to her, mm. you know, I couldn't sing to her, just felt like I, there was a lot of connection missing, right. but being so terrified at this point to go get it checked because it's gotta be something terrible. Right. Like it's the only option, Yep. you know? Why does anybody sound this way? Mm-hmm. Um, and so by that summer, and like, could you like, were you thinking like you had cancer or I mean, like, I was, yeah, it was definitely an option. And yeah. then I'm thinking, Oh dear Lord, if it's that, I better get in there fast. Right. Like it's clearly getting worse. 
you know, but it was, I, I do think that now that I know more about my personality and my Enneagram number, which like, I feel like it's all we ever talk about, but it's, it's so true. Helpful. It is helpful. Um, the way that I behaved and acted through all of that and the way that I processed all of that really makes sense now knowing that I'm a right. nine. Yeah. Um, nines. And a nine in stress. Yeah. What? And you were in stress. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was a I was an unhealthy, stressed out because of a lot of things, nine. Um, but a nine on the Enneagram is the, it, they are the number most disconnected from their body. Um, and so... That's just, that all makes a lot of sense now. (laughs) So by that summer, you know, June was maybe um, six months old or ish or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd gotten the courage. I'd gotten the encouragement. I, whatever it was that made me go, that's it. You know, I'm doing it. But I think what really did it was having a kid. Kids push you to do things and make things a priority that you normally wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like, I, I had personally healed from the delivery you know, physically, um, you know, June was, you know, she was six months old. She was sitting and, and like eating and like, you know, doing all sorts of things. And I had the mental space and emotional space and capacity to go, okay, I'm ready to get this figured out. So went to see a doctor. I actually think it was the same doctor I saw like however many years ago, but I mean, it was the same place and they only have two. Um, and his name's Dr. B. He's the loudest human on he the face so of the earth. loud. And that's like, coming from me. But it's different. It's like this booming, loud, strong voice. And he's pretty tall. Yep. But he's so friendly and so wonderful. And if you live in this area, yep. I will give you his name and yep. number because he's fantastic. So anyway, I went in. He's and made- we always make the joke that Dr. B's out on the phone and being like, oh, that's a weird rash. Why don't you put some cream on it? <laughs> Seriously, because you can hear him like through the other patient's rooms. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I know what's happening because you are so loud. Um, which is funny as like a voice doctor yep. that, you know, he's super loud. So we went in, you went in with me. I don't think we took June. Maybe we did. I don't remember. Um, I was terrified, but also yep. just feeling like, okay, this is it. Like what, what's the worst it could be, you know? Um, besides something really terrible. <laughs> yep. Um, so checks me out, asks me a bunch of questions again, does the scope, which I was prepared for. Cause I was like, how else is he going to see anything? So, um, and I can't like, we, I don't really say much when they do the scope, like mm-hmm. they go all the way up and they go down. And then he asks me to say like certain sounds that make mm-hmm. my vocal cords open up, um, and like move so he can see. So he looks at him, he pulls the, the scope out and he was like, yeah, so you know, super loud, but so there's a giant growth in there. Uh, we should probably remove that. Yep. So cool. I'll, uh, I'll get you on the schedule and we'll make that happen. Yep. And it was like, that was it. Like, that was it. It was so like, he's like, it should be nothing. We'll test it to make sure right. it's not cancerous or anything like that. But yeah. Um, so I just, we scheduled my surgery then for November 2nd. November I remember 2nd. the day. Do you want me to play this video for you? What is it? It's, I had you say something before you went in. I don't even know what you said. Well, if you don't know what I said, I don't know if I want you to play it, but. Oh, I'm sure it's not inappropriate. No, but I don't know. But I just want people to hear your voice. This was before I went in to see him. No, for surgery. Okay. Well, I'm not there yet. So the, um, yeah, schedule the surgery. I've never had a surgery like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And they go in through the mouth. They don't like cut your throat. Correct. Correct. So I was, you know, I was put under. Sorry, I'm like burping so much. 
which is a symptom of my voice, which I've all learned now. Yeah. Um, and but, normally you don't talk this much. Yes. One it's because I'm yeah. talking a yeah. lot that it, that so it apologize for the burps. Yes. So sorry, sorry for the burpees <laughs> as you call it. Burps, McGurps. <laughs> burps, McGurps here on the scene. <laughs> hey, burps, McGurps here. Um, yeah. So, okay. I guess if you have a video, yeah, I want to, I just want to hear it. And honestly, I, I, I took this video right before you went in. Me too. I love you too. Oh, you hear me say, I, yeah. lo- I love you too. Today, but you love me too. I love you too. So that's it. That's how that I- whisper is so, like, I whisper now, I love you too. And that's like my, vis- my, my whisper. My whisper now is clear. Like, I'm clearly just whispering. Yeah. That was your voice. That literally was, that was it. Yeah. So I go in, they do the surgery. It was successful. It was And I great. had you take that voice, that video, because there was, uh, there's obviously a chance that something goes wrong. You won't be able to ever talk again when you have right. voice. I mean, obviously, that it's like so super rare, but that, they were like, slim, yeah. But, I mean, I guess with any surgery. They say that. It's always a problem or not a problem, but like yep. a, um, whatever you call it. So coming out of surgery, I entered into 10 days of voice rest. So no talking at all. No talking, no sounds, no anything. Yep. For 10 days because obviously when they remove something off of anything with a surgery, it mm-hmm. needs to heal. And specifically with your vocal cords, they do not want them to. So your vocal cords, when they work, they rub together. That mm-hmm. is what makes the Brain sound. Um, <clears throat> go watch some vocal cord videos if you want to be freaked out, but also fascinated. Um, and so they did not want them rubbing together because that would cause additional scar tissue, yep. which would make me sound yep. more like my vocal cords are calloused and running yep. together. I made Brooke um, these really funny pins. Now I'm back at that time in my camera. Roll. Oh yes. You made me these magnetic like pin buttons for my shirt that said, I'm on voice rest. Recovering from voice surgery. Please ask me yes or no questions. And yes. then in parentheses, it says, I am not deaf. You don't have to yell <laughs> because normally when people are like, they're yeah. like, Oh, okay. Do you want plastic uh, or paper yeah. bags? Yeah. I'm like, I can hear you. Yeah. I just, the ears I work. I just can't respond. <laughs> Um, so that was something that of course, sort of like, I mean, I'm not comparing it on a seriousness level of having your first kid, but like, you can't prepare for that. You don't know. You just go, okay, I'm not going to talk for 10 days. Here we go. Um, and and you did a great job. It was fine. You really did a great job. I've done way harder things since then, but it is hard. Not necessarily not to talk. You kind of remember. And of course, if you've just had a surgery, you're, it's on your mind. Like you're you're fearful of it. You're just like, I, I don't even want to risk it. Like yeah. that is so not worth it. Um, uh, I will say though, you say it was, it's easy not to talk. I, I definitely think that your personality, that's true. you can say that a lot easier than I could say that. Right. You know, so I think well, some, people kept saying like, aren't you going to forget and say right. something? And I was like, no, it's like if you hurt your ankle and you're like, you know, you're just getting back into yeah. the swing of sports and you're like, well, I, I can feel that it's. Well, that's the interesting thing. I couldn't feel it. Like nothing, oh, okay. nothing hurt. Interesting. Yeah. No. I mean, I took, they had me taking like ibuprofen or something just to like reduce swelling or whatever they had me take. But yeah, no, I didn't. I remember anything. the first night you responded to something we were watching on TV. That No, I was, I yelled at one of the cats for jumping in front of the TV. Wasn't that what it was? Or I thought you were or did I answer a question I think on you TV? Like, yeah. Like you were like talking for the character. And I was like, and then you're like, don't go down there. You know, and then I was like, oh no. And then you, and then I remember you wrote on your piece of paper, you said, did it sound different? Mm. 
because you like made a noise. Yeah. And I was like, yes. And I could already tell that it, that it was. Yeah. So of course that was the fear yeah. that like, this is all going to happen yep. and I'm either not going to sound any different or not, not be able to talk. Right. Like, or just not sound like myself. Or, right. I don't know all, yeah. all the things you'd fear. So I forgot to mention that right after I went, you know, so my surgery's over, I'm still like back there, wherever there is. And Dr. B came out to talk to you yeah. and he was like, Hey DJ. <laughs> surgery went great. <laughs> Your wife's back there in a robe. You want to go? Um, I know. He's awesome. Um, but what he told you was, okay, it's not actually what we thought. Yep. The cause of the growth is something else. However, it was way bigger than we thought. Yep. It was not quite the size of a golf ball. Yes. Can we just pause Just, just think about there? that. Can you think about the size of a golf ball? <laughs> Shrink it down, I don't know, 20 30%. That's what I would mean. However math I, works. When I would say not quite the size of a golf ball. Um, and so that was, yeah, that was in there. It was in there wobbling around. Which uh, on the underside of my vocal cords. So my vocal cords were not able to touch. They could not come together because the weight of what was growing on them was too big. So my vocal cords were always separate. stretched open and separate, um, open, separate, causing me to sound like I did like a whisper so that like my, my voice was constantly straining to like push them together, yep. to touch to touch, to make contact um, specifically like H sounds. So when you say hi, Hey, hello, anything like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The H hamburger. Yes. Hot Horse, dog. Horseback riding. <laughs> Honolulu. A hot air balloon. <laughs> Habitat for humanity. Oh, ooh, nice. I like that. Uh, Herbert Hoover. Hurricane. Howard Hughes. Okay. Anyway, that is the sound when your voice, that's like your, that's habanero your, peppers, which actually starts with a J. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Jalapenos. Okay. Yeah. I'm done. Um, that's when your vocal cords are coming together very quickly. Like they, they, they kind of sit open when you're not saying anything. And when you start a different sound, they kind of do their, it's crazy. They like move in like waves and it's this crazy thing. Yep. I'm serious. Go on YouTube. If you're not grossed out by that kind of thing. YouTube. Quick tip. YouTube <laughs> is a thing where you can watch videos. Um, but when you say the H sound, they come together very fast and they touch very quickly to make contact. Um, and so I was, I was never able to do anything like that. Um, so I, I came out in 10 days and, uh, you know, I got, I went in and got checked cause that's what you do. And he yep. was like, yeah, you're, you know, you're cleared to start speaking again. So I did in the room. I sounded rough, but I had a voice. Yeah. Like I had tone. I sounded like me, just like a very sick me. Yeah. You know, um, it was Brooke doesn't. Feel, I actually don't fully remember. It was a very emotional moment for me in yeah. that room yeah. because I'm sitting there, I'm holding June, I'm holding our first daughter. Dr. B is talking as loud as any humans ever spoken <laughs> in, in the history of time. And he goes, you can talk. And you say, I can talk. Or I, I probably was like, okay. Like, and I, I was I just like, know what to say. oh my word, that's the brook that I fell in love with. Mm. That's how she sounded. Yeah. She's back. Yeah. And, and that, when I say she's back, that <laughs> has so many deeper layers than just, oh, her voice is back. Because your voice, and I know you'll probably get into this and I'm probably yeah. beating you to the punch, but that, that, there, was a, there was a moment there that, I think because you were just like maybe thinking I mean, about I, it over and I over was again, so or just disconnected like, yeah. from myself 
during that time of life. But I, I don't remember a lot of specific moments, but I remember that one. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, my voice was back. It got stronger the more I talked. We found um, out that the, the growth was viral and was in. So, yeah. So the, so the, yeah, what we, what, what we learned when he came out and told us that was good. New, yeah. Good news is you're not, Brooke's not causing it. Yeah. She's not speaking incorrectly or doing something wrong that like yeah. some sort of therapy could help her with. Um, so great. Good news. She's yeah. not causing it. Bad news is it's something internal. It's viral. It could come back. Yeah. It probably will come back. We're just going to wait and see. Yep. And that was when we started to talk and deduce and realize, oh, my hormones really mess with it. Yep. And that's why it got so bad so fast yep. when I was pregnant with you. Yep. Um, but, you know, I had developed some really bad habits mm-hmm. from trying to force myself to speak. I'm even doing it now. I'm just realizing I need to crack my neck. Um, you know, really tipping my head up. Um, wow. really, really tipping my chin up to try to like project, yep. which would give me these in, in immensely painful headaches in the back of my head, um, in the back of my neck. Um, I, to this day, I still speak a little incorrectly by using my diaphragm as if I was singing right now, even though I'm not, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just, I've learned these habits and some of them have gone away. Some of them are not detrimental to anything. They're just different. Um, but I remember, I I remember feeling like, wow, my voice really is back when I was able to lay down in bed next to you and speak while laying down Mm -hmm. because that was something I couldn't do for years. I would have to sit up to even, even sound like anything and get anything out. And I remember that was always frustrating because like, you know, that for married people, like that's a time when you like talk about things. Pillow talk or or discuss new segment, pillow talk, give, you know, anything. It's a time to talk about something and we, we either one wouldn't, or I I would feel frustrated that you would keep saying things because I'd have to keep sitting up and laying down and sitting up and laying down. And it was just one of those things. So anyway, excuse me, as I'm burping, um, that is because I flex my stomach when I talk to, to try to project more out. And that has messed with my, um, like indigestion and stuff. And so for a while I was on a lot of heartburn medication and then we were like, Oh, that really was just the pregnancy that also made my voice worse. I mean, that makes people lose their voice just in general, having terrible heartburn when you're pregnant and like acid reflux. So anyway, um, it, it came back all the way. I was singing again. I sounded like myself. And then I started to process, Oh my gosh, if I get pregnant again, this is all most likely. Well, the thing that he said after the surgery again. was the one side had this big growth. I, I got all that away. I think they used it. They cut it off. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what we should have done if I knew it was known it was this kind of growth, I should have used the laser. Right. And I would have been able to do both, do it all. Right. And it, you know, but there's do still it more cleanly. Yeah. So he's like, there's still a spot there should be fine, but we'll keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. And so we did. And so I got it checked several times that year. And then, um, you know, right before, or I think maybe when we, we had just gotten pregnant with Sunny, I went in to get it checked and was like, Hey, I'm pregnant. Let's yeah. keep an eye on it. You know, congratulations. <laughs> She's having a baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> opens the door. Yeah. Becky, did you hear? Um, so we, you know, we kept an eye on it and this is honestly, I don't really remember, but I feel like it was fine. Correct? Like if it got worse 
when I was pregnant with Sunny, it was not much. No, well, it did get worse. But like what? 10%? Yeah, 15? not like much. It was not like, oh my gosh, here we go. But it was because we were doing checkups that Dr. B was like, yeah, we need to, we need to go we at need this to go again. At because I can see it getting a little bit bigger. Right. You know. So it was just like, okay, then we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Yep. So had Sunny, did all that. And then it was in the summertime. So Sunny yep. was born in January. And I think the surgery was in July. Mm-hmm. It was like right after the 4th of July, yep. right? Because yep. that's right around when we started doing our daily life yep. IGTV videos. And so if you care to see them, the 10 days of voice rest from my second surgery are all recorded, Yep. Um, which is basically me writing things and TJ feeling like he's going crazy. Yep. Um, but that was, you know, that was hard. I mean, I knew I could do it. And it was probably easier than last time because yeah. like, we were more prepared. It was, I knew what to it was easier. We knew what to do. It was harder. We had two kids. Yes. One June of which was, was talking, older. you know. She was like, Communicating. why aren't yeah. you talking to me? Um, so I would use my phone. I would type something out and then I would uh, have Siri dictate it, which is precious because she would just listen. She yeah. would just she would just like obey Siri because she knew that that's what I was asking her to do, which is really, really sweet. So, um, yeah. So my voice has been, you know, back ever since. And that, that second surgery was with laser. So yes. he, Dr. B believes that. It should be done. Well, what he did, well, what he said is when he, when he really got in there was there, he, he, there's like, growth on, there's growth on both sides and he could not remove them at the same time for scar well, tissue it's, issues it's at the bottom of your vocal cords where they connect. And so right. it's like kind of, he, he held out his fingers like a peace sign yes, and was like, it's on this side, which I got, but I can't also do the other side because then there's going to be too much scar tissue on both sides right. at the same time. Touching. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. Medical science. There's a chance I will have another. There is a chance. I think it's smaller than it's ever been. Right. But, um, would you say it's a golf ball size chance? No. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But, um, yeah, you know, I've, I, I almost never think about my voice, which, which says something. Yeah. Cause if I'm starting to think, I don't want to go to that thing. I don't want to get on Instagram stories. I don't want, I don't, I don't really want to have people over because right. then I got to talk. Yeah. And if I start saying things like that, that's when I realize, oh, it's something's happening. Yeah. Like this is not normal. Yeah. Um, yeah. What were the big moments where you realized like, okay, it's back? My voice? Yeah. Um, and it takes a while. So like I, you know, I had a surgery July of 2018. Well, here's the interesting thing. You, after the second surgery, you were worried that like, okay, it's not any better. Cause we, cause the first surgery was so drastic, was so drastic that like, even in the recovery stage from the surgery, your voice was oh, sounded day better. 11, I yeah. was like, there it is. Yeah. Where I did not feel that, which was a whole other array, like a, a, you know, amount of emotions of just like, was that worth it? Did it really do anything? Yeah. I mean, I know it did. I know they removed something, but like, I don't, I don't feel any better. I, I, I actually sound worse than I did going into it. Cause like I, like I said, when I was pregnant with Sunny, it did get a little worse, but it was never so bad that I couldn't talk. Right. It was more preventative. Like yep. we should remove this. Yep. Let's just do it. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was in July and I feel like by that Christmas, which like, that's a long time yep. for me. I felt like there it was, mm-hmm. if I could randomly start singing in the car yep. and it not be painful or, um, that my body even wants to do that. Like normally I whistle to things. I learned to whistle because yep. it was my only way of like joining in with what was happening. Um, yeah. So for me, it was you being able to yell from upstairs to downstairs, upstairs to downstairs, babe. <laughs> 
full circle. Full circle. You're welcome. Goodbye. (laughs) But because that was like unheard of before. Oh, I've never. We would never do that. Um, You know, I still. I still want to protect my voice and I will walk to the bottom of the stairs or go a few steps up if I'm trying to say something uh, to to one of you guys Um, because I do need to be careful with it. I cannot yell. Like I literally, I mean, I can, but if I yell even just like the tiniest bit, oh man, it really hurts. So I really try not to, but all of this to bring it all back, I, there are definitely a few lessons um, that I really learned through that process and some, some fears, you know, that I definitely still have. Um, you know, I think the one big lesson that I learned would be that we all need to listen more. Um, I now people describe me as a great listener and I honestly don't know if that would be the case had I not gone through all this, <clears throat> um, I don't know. I don't think people said that about me in like high school or college. I was probably asking way less people, hey, you know, I was like doing personality tests and like character tests and asking people things. But that is something that I, I'm described as now. And I really credit that to having no choice but to listen, you know, and I think we can all, you probably don't need to say as much as you do or say something as frequently as you do. And I think that's a really good, just, it's just a great lesson. And you're talking to sort of just like the the (laughs) The, the, the the listener podcast listeners. Got it. Cool, Mm -hmm, cool, cool, mm -hmm. cool, 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 cool. But, um, it's true. Like it just, it really is like, I'm not saying be silent, right? but like if someone is really talking to you, just listen, it's going to, it's going to be all right. You're going to get to the other, you're going to get to the end of the, the, conversation or whatever. Sentence, paragraph, right. Whatever, whatever they're saying, and you're going to make it, you're going to get there. Um, I will also say that it wasn't really a lesson that I learned, but something that I feel compassion towards or yeah, is just not having a voice (laughs) feels so hopeless. Mm. Like, that is the way that you communicate. Right. You know, it's, it is, your voice is so much. And I'm talking like literally and figuratively. Right. Um, yeah, I felt, and, and I did not know this at the time. I'm able to process this all after the fact. If you had said then, do you feel alone? Blah, 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 blah. I would have been like, no. And I would have meant it with my whole heart. Like, no, I don't feel alone. Are you kidding right. me? Not at all. But it, but you'd become so detached. I was from, so detached. Yeah. Um, yeah, it feels very hopeless. And so when I think about, sorry, I'm gonna try not to cry a lot, um, so I can still talk. Um, when I think about like, so we sponsor Compassion Kids. We sponsor four kids. Uh, we sponsor one for every one in our family. Yep. And I think about someone. Let's like let's use that as an example. Someone like that, they feel voiceless mm-hmm. i would imagine right. just in a lot of their situations in their their life situations their home situations they they feel that and i can relate to that that feeling like my voice doesn't matter right which means my thoughts don't matter which means i don't matter mm. and that's 
it's really hard to be there because you feel like, okay. Right. Okay. Like, I, what am I supposed to do about that? Yeah. Um, so on the flip side of that, what I have learned coming out of all this over the years and through some people speaking into my life and uh, me just learning more about myself and some books I read and blah, 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 all these things coming in. Excuse me. What I have learned is that absolutely my voice matters, mm-hmm. both literally and figuratively. <laughs> um, and so does yours. You know, it, it does. And whether that, and something that I've had to, you know, as a nine, kind of detached, kind of like whatever about things, something like this podcast or sharing something on the blog or doing something like that, like that is a, that's an actual choice. That's, that's sort of like me choosing, not choosing joy, but that's me very intentionally choosing what you have to say matters. Mm -hmm. It is worth saying, go say it, speak it, write it, make it, um, and whether thousands of people are listening. Correct. That is not the point. Or it's just for you. Right. That is not the point. Um, but all of us, you know, like whether you have a platform or right. not, like you do, you do have a platform, even if it's not something that's on the internet. Mm-hmm. If you are a parent, you have a very have important a, platform. Yes. Um, you know, if you're just not just, but if you are a daughter or a whatever, like you have people in your life that you need to show up for, that you need to speak up for and mm-hmm. your, your voice matters. And I'm not necessarily saying like your opinion always matters or you're <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm choosing yep. my words as always very carefully, your voice, yep. like you, your unique, specific the image, you know, God, you're created in the image of God. That voice that he created matters. Yes. Yeah. And that's something I want to teach my girls. That's something I, I mean, that's, that's, that's absolutely something I would teach my girls, whether or not I'd gone through this, but it's so much more relevant to me and evident that I just, that is something that is, yeah, that is really, really true. And so really what, important. So I'm going to try to draw some more out of that from yeah. you. Yeah. Someone who maybe their voice sounds fine. You know, <laughs> right. They sound, uh, yeah. Um, they sound more like Dr. B than you. Okay. Um, Got it. Got it. They feel like their voice doesn't matter, but they still can speak and, you know, yeah. like they didn't get there the way. I'm they, talking like, the, like the figurative, like who figu- you are, yeah. your thoughts. Your... They, they feel that way right now. Yeah. Whether, you know, what, for whatever reason, life situation has mm-hmm. thrown them what would be your advice to them to try to actively choose not, not feel that not way. feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think what I, what I, again, what I'm able to realize now is that when I say my voice matters, what I'm, what I need to clarify is that it matters to me mm-hmm. like that. First and foremost, I, it matters to me what I think. Yep. And all those things, because like, if you're, if you're saying like, I feel like my voice doesn't matter because my friends don't listen to me or my parents don't agree with my opinion or, you know, insert whatever scenario. And you're all of that is going outwards towards other people are making me feel like my voice doesn't matter, which is if that's something that's a whole different thing, but there is a chance that maybe some of that is happening or that you might feel that way. Because when you really get down to it, your voice doesn't actually matter to you. 
Right. Um, and I would start there because that's what it was for me. Yep. <clears throat> no one was making me feel that way. Right. But I had just. And it goes, you know, like we, you know, someone asked Jesus, what are the two greatest commandments? We probably all know this first by heart. Love the Lord your God with yeah, all your well, heart. I'm going to go see the show because I'm not positive what yeah. it says, but. Brooke has never read the Bible, so right. she doesn't know, but I'm going to read it to you. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. You know, we often focus on that. The love your neighbor. Love your neighbor. Love yeah. your neighbor. Do things, you know. But there is definitely a second part to that verse, which is as yourself. Which is very intentional. He chose his word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus purpose. probably knew who he was, knew his voice. Um, yeah. And so for you not to feel like your voice matters, that's probably, that's probably a good chance that you don't love yourself well. You know, you don't think you matter, whatever. And so right. like, you know, and there's a lot of situations that could lead to that. And, yeah. you know, but if you want to follow Christ and if you want to run after Jesus, you have to see yourself the way he sees you. Yeah. And that's a hard lesson to learn. Yeah. And, it feels like we're constantly learning it. Um, but that would be my encouragement to someone out there who's like, my voice doesn't matter. Well, it's like, it, you know, Jesus, try to look through his perspective. I, I once yeah. heard this like really good journaling technique was like, you ask Jesus for 30 days, well, what do you think of me? How do you see me? Mm. And then you and write, you write it down. Yeah. And, and I think that there will be some truth in there that you were like, why, how did I write that? Like, why did mm. I write that? You yeah. know? Cause I think the Lord will speak to you in that way. And, and I think that will allow you to see yourself the way he sees you. Yeah. And I think that could lead to, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you believing that your voice matters more than it does now. Yeah. And then like anything, if you're in the like, okay, well I, I I'm there. I, I, I believe that my voice matters to me. You know, now I just need to do some, I need to do something about it. And, th- and that's when it gets into, it's what we always talk about. You got to practice it. Yep. You got to flex that muscle. Yep. You got to work on it. You know, and so for me, that was stepping into that. That was me. I used to blog primarily on my website. Yep. Excuse me, brookcourtney.com. That was like my blog. My platform yep. felt great there. And I moved over to blogging on Walk and Love, which a little bit of that was a business decision because we were consolidating yep. and stuff. But it was also like, I just never felt like that was my platform, even though. It was. It was literally like I own the URL. Yeah. Like it's literally my platform. What the heck? You know, but I mean, it's it was, our platform, but whatever. Let's right. Just, I mean, it's 50 50, but it's also, it's fine. I actually think you own it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get this, but I do want it. But I, but it's, it's under my name. Yeah. It's under my card. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that was, that was a like, yeah. okay, I'm going to show up here. And I'm going to, I'm going to write from here. I'm going to blog from here. And honestly, I think, you know, I've always been interested in the arts, always. Like I've always been a creative kid, um, you know, and, and so, but I, I do, sometimes I wonder if I had gone through all the voice stuff. So I'm talking back, like right after we got married in 2011, when it was bad through like, through getting pregnant with June, that was like three years Yep. and I didn't have photography. I honestly don't. I mean, it's hard for me to imagine because like I did, right. that's what we did for our jobs. Yep. But like that was what and I, again, didn't even realize it at the time. That was such a way for me to show up and express something mm-hmm. and say something without saying something yep. that it was very much an outlet for me that I didn't, that I didn't realize was more connected to my voice and what I was trying to say to the world than Yeah. Then I realized, like, I just, yeah. I didn't know that. And now 
I do. <laughs> and now you do it. Now it's another way that you practice, but you see it as an intentional way to yeah. practice. Yeah. And I would say actually the biggest way that you practice it now is one-on-one. Mm. You know, you, sh- you, your voice, you tell yourself your voice matters by telling me what you think. Yeah. And that didn't always happen. No. And, even- and then that's a combination of both my voice, my actual voice and my personality. Type. Yep. The peacemaker. I'm just like, truly half the time I'm like, sure. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and now we're at a place where I know sometimes when I need to draw it out of you and yeah. that's where I feel like I let you down earlier on. Mm. Um, but that's where it shows up more even, not even with me, with your friends and with your sibling and with your parents and with yeah. my parents, like you are, you are more actively engaged in life than you ever have been. Yeah. And it's fun to watch. And I love and it with my whole heart. Hear. Fun to hear. <laughs> yeah. So. So I don't know if that's a good ending, but that's just like, that's where we are. So, so here's my what, fears are like, okay, so like if I want a third kid, yep. am I Are just, we signing up for all that again? Right? So like. But here's a question for you. If you, we are signing up for all that again. Right. Is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what sucks. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and I know that, and I can't yeah. talk myself out of yep. it. I just have to. I don't know. Try to you have to remember myself. the lion and the bear. You yeah. have to remember you've been there before. The Lord yeah. has brought you through yeah. and he will do it again. Mm. So good. Yeah. Well, so can you play a little bit more of the song that I picked this week? Sure. Before I do that, I just want to say thank you, Brooke, for sharing Aww. that and for just being brave. I hope I did a good job. And amazing. I hope I- um, because it was, it was really good. And, Everybody go comment on the Instagram and tell Brooke how brave and amazing she <laughs> so is. I, I'm asking you to play a little more because this this really was just my song of the week. Um, Where do you want me to get to? Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find it without playing it on my phone really loud right now. Give me one second. Can you skip to the chorus? The, uh, your king, this is your kingdom? Yeah. Anyway, I I did not intentionally mean to relate this to my voice. However, there is such truth in this song because he is writing it about his daughter. And he is saying that right there, speak your mind a little louder. should you go listen to all of his music it's like a major podcast plug for sleeping at last but listen to that thinking about yourself your voice your daughter's voice whoever's because it matters 
and where, sorry, goodness gracious. That's all right. Lean into it. <laughs> and, uh, and where the Lord is taking you, you know, and I, yeah. and I think of that, like the 2000, you know, nine, 2011, the 2000, whatever, Brooke, if only you knew, oh gosh, you know, the Lord is saying, if only you knew what this story is going to do, if only you knew what this fire that you're going to have to walk through is do, is going to do for you as a woman, for you as a follower of Jesus, for you as a mom, for you as a grandma, you know, let's <laughs> oh, get real, gosh. let's get real crazy, <laughs> you know, for you as a daughter, for you as a wife. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I, I often think that if only we knew who we are stepping into, who Christ is bringing us to be, we would walk through life and through flames and through valleys with so much focus and excitement because we knew that Jesus is beside us. He is with us. He is walking in front of us. And we would, we would attack, not attack life. We would enjoy and experience and process all that life has to offer in a way that would just like, transform people around us. It would, yeah. it would bring heaven to earth. It would bring light to the darkness. And, and so, yeah. so maybe we need to live with that perspective. If only you knew, if only you knew what was coming, you would live by with so much more faith and confidence in the moment. Yeah. And that's a message for all of us. Even, yeah. even yeah. now healed Brooks healed voice. If only you knew, oh, I, you know, yeah. And that's why this song, I, which was not intentional, but then it was, but then it kind of was, yeah. uh, you know, listen to the whole thing. It will put read it in the, the lyrics, read the lyrics. Um, but it ends, you know, with, with that little setup to the kind of the pre-chorus, which is, this is your kingdom. This is your crown. This is your story. This is your moment. Don't look down. Yeah. Which that's just, that's really powerful. Yep. So let's talk about <laughs> Feelings. <laughs> <laughs> do we even do strong feelings this week or should we just end it there? No, we can do it. Yeah, Let's okay. do it. Let's All right, do it. Yeah. But yay. Well done, bro. We did it. You did a great job. I want you to hear <laughs> me say that. I, you did I hear a really you. good job. Thank you. Longest podcast ever. Is it? How long have we been going? We're 137. Whoosh. Should I have hit record? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys. Strong F sound. Can I? Yes. That's <laughs> a strong F you got there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I do glance down often to make sure yeah. the button. Is so do I. I do it like almost 50 yeah. times during a podcast. All right. So strong feelings this week. Are you ready? I'm ready. You going first? I don't know. You go first. My strong feelings are strong feelings <laughs> um, are I feel super bad for the NCAA athletes, specifically the basketball players who have um, had March Madness canceled because right. of the coronavirus, because it went from like, Hey, we're just not going to have fans to, Hey, it's done. Right. One, because like some of these guys, you know, these guys have been working at this for their whole lives. They've wanted to play basketball college. You know, like I'm thinking about, I'm not thinking about the guys that will still be drafted in the NBA. I'm thinking about like the Steph Curry's who like made a name for themselves in, in the, the tournament, tournament yeah. and then went on to, you know, he's one of the biggest stars in the NBA. Right. Not to say that that can't happen if you don't make it. So like it. those seniors, that's it. Yeah, that's it. They're done. You know? And yeah. I, I just like, I feel really bad. I feel like it was, I'm, you know, was it, you know, if it, if it protects people, I get it. But like, yeah, there, there are ways around that. Like they right. could have just played just the two teams and the staff, like right. with the television record, like there are yeah. other ways to do it, you know, but 
I, right. I have strong feelings but about e- that. But even though you just feel yeah. badly. I feel bad because yeah. it's just like, you know, these guys will go on and do other things in their lives, but yeah. they, you know, and uh, so their yeah. their feelings and they're strong, but they're more like, uh, they're like agitated, agitated, feelings. strong feelings. Yeah. And that's yeah. not usually me. So it's like, uh, yeah, strong feelings. <laughs> <laughs> mine are, uh, mine is Okay. Chapsticks that make your lips burn. What is the point? And I understand that when they're making them, they're not like, you know, smells great, tastes great, makes your lip burn. Yeah. Check. Check. Like they're not intending for it Although, to do that. Uh, EOS got there sued was that, for that whole big thing yeah. about people with you know, and and it used to do that to my lips, yeah. and I was not connecting that it was that chapstick that was doing it to me. But anyway, Huge if this lawsuit. has never happened to you, kudos to you. Yeah, that's amazing. But if my lips are kind of chapped and I use something that I don't normally use or maybe has some sort of weird ingredient in it. Um, oh, and it makes them burn. Well, now they're chapped and on fire. So now I'm just angry. If I was one to believe conspiracy theories, mm. I believe that chapstick literally makes your lips more chapped <laughs> so that you use it. I could get on board with that conspiracy theory. Mm. Well, I, I mean, don't use a chapstick anymore. I use a lip conditioner, oh, which is from Beauty Counter. Beauty Counter. And it's amazing. Easy, pretty clean on Instagram. <laughs> Support your girl, y'all. You guys are all asking. <laughs> <laughs> no one. It's just crickets. <gasps> Do you have a cricket button? Oh, it's so good. So you guys are asking. <laughs> what kind of chapstick? Your voice matters. <laughs> so do your lips. Yes. Um, yeah. It's just, what's the point? Yeah. That seems like now I'm just mad. Yeah. Now you're mad and your lips are still chapped. Yep. Or burnt, or both. Right. Anyway, the lip conditioner, what I was saying was, um, I do not need to use it all the time. Like, if my lips are chapped, I will use it. But then I I can go, like, weeks without using it. Whoa. Because it solves my problem, babe. Strong plug. I'm just saying. Easy, pretty clean on Instagram. I'll also link flavors. I'll link it. I'll have (laughs) Brooke tell me. Sense. Genres, I think. It's genres of lip conditioner. Hmm. Mm. Um. Make sure you find that link for me so I can put it in the show notes. Oh, to the lip yeah. conditioner? Yeah, because okay. if I search beauty counter lip conditioner. It'll show up. There's right, but I, yeah, I don't I know. know. Just I know. send, send, send it to me. Send it to me. All right, now for the last segment of the day, we, we decided to keep it light because we knew <laughs> this was going to be a more serious conversation. Yeah. So it's the Mount Rushmore. More, more, Oak Mountains of Fruit. <laughs> Mount fruit. Rushmore fruit. fruit. In case you didn't hear that. <laughs> I'm going to go first. This is super easy, barely an inconvenience. Um, my Mount Rushmore fruit are bananas, pears, watermelons, grapes. I like it. Those are my favorite fruits. Yeah. And, and we were talking about this. It's like, Brooke was like, is it four fruits you would eat for the rest of your life? Kind of, but it's more of just like the four fruits. Like, let's say there's a table of all the fruit in the world. Yeah. And they're like, you can pick four. Put four on your plate. Those are the That's an pick. easier way for me to bananas, pears, watermelon, scrapes, bananas, pears, watermelon, scrapes, bananas, pears. So mine would be. Did you see her? Just did you guys hear? Well, that? it's the only way I have to see did guys. My hear, voice matters. Did you? So hear, I have to just start talking right. to keep things moving. But my art matters. Mm. And <sighs> looks like I already have my strong feelings for next week. Okay, cool, 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 cool. More cool. like your fart matters. <laughs> okay, so mine would be watermelon, pears, pineapple. And then for the fourth, I'm going, I don't know. There's a lot on the table. I don't know what to pick. I wrote down strawberries. But now you're panicking. But I also feel like, I don't know if I didn't eat a strawberry for the rest of my life. I think I'd be all right. right. So clearly it's not in my mouth. Wow. Much more. 
kind of panicking about my relationship with strawberries. Are we dipping this fruit in chocolate? Is that part of the equation? I don't know. Well, then strawberries are definitely on the list. I do like grapes. Am I assuming that if it's in the Mount Rushmore, it's always excellent? Yes. Because if it's an excellent grape, I might swap that out for a strawberry. I feel like grapes are the fruit that have the widest variety of like, this could be great, this could be terrible. This could be grape, this could be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Strong ending, you guys. So yeah, so, so let us know your Mount Rushmore fruit or don't, because that's kind of a weird one. Whatever. No, I want to know. You want to know? What if somebody's like... Star fruit. No. Yeah. What if they're like kiwis, uh, honeydew, <laughs> star fruit. I'm trying to think of really lame ones. <laughs> I like kiwis. I'm just kidding. I love honeydew. <laughs> I was just trying to think of like more odd ones. What if someone was like honeydew, cantaloupe, pears and apples? Those feel like... Two of the same style of fruit. A honeydew and a cantaloupe. Cantaloupe are pretty similar. It's a, pear and yeah, apples has him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could I don't you know. Just... They're different though. Like if they were in two different bowls <laughs> and I had in like a like at a buffet. I knew I I would pick the cantaloupe out and leave the I honeydew. I knew behind. this would happen. I knew that you were like, let's just do something that's super easy. And I was like, you no, have a... I meant easy to my brain. But like... I knew that you would have a lot of opinions about fruit. <laughs> Oh man, I don't even think. I mean, blueberries are good. I like blueberry flavored things. But but I don't know, man. You get an amazing blueberry, and you're just like, there's nothing better. Yeah, there's nothing better than a good blue. Raspberries, blackberries, schnozberries, smell like schnozberries. Um, well, thank you for listening. We yes. really do appreciate it. Let us know your thoughts. Leave a review. Tag your name. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. No, I was going to say hit us up on Instagram. That sounded bad. Continue the conversation. Let's be friends on Instagram. Let's be friends on Instagram. I'll walk along. Continue the conversation there. Yeah. We love you. We appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Mm. Okay. Okay, I love love you. you. Bye. Bye.